Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Hey, friends. Lots of fun stuff coming up this week, August 1 through 3. I'll be headlining at Zany's in St. Charles and August 4th at the downtown Zany's. T.J. will be in Phoenix this weekend at the House of Comedy. And then August 7th, we'll be back together again performing in Aspen at Belly Up and in Denver the following night, August 8th at the Gothic Theater. We've never performed together uh, before in Denver. So uh, let's get some 12 and a half out there for those shows. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to meeting you. It's Backwards Tuesday. Backwards Tuesday! Yes, we we do everything backwards today. It's Backwards Tuesday, so it's time to do a show. That starts at the end and ends because, at the beginning. And ends up at the at the at the beginning. And you know what? It's um, it's apropos, isn't it? Because we have so much to catch it's on. Just so on. much in to what catch world? on. In what, what world? world? That's my favorite Did new that massacre happened. TJ Miller phrase. It's my favorite new phrase uh, when you go. In what world is this happening to us? I mean, how did we put ourselves in this position? Yeah. In what world would they actually? have just allowed people to heckle us and just, it's ridiculous. In what world do we find ourselves in these predicaments? In these predicaments. Um, we're, so, in, we're in Indianapolis, which uh, is a story into itself. Right. Um, I, I don't know why Indianapolis chooses to have the East Coast time zone. The audacity of Indianapolis. In what world? The audacity. Of Indianapolis to to just take an East Coast. Are we far enough east to to justify such a audacious move? What I mean, do you it, think? The auda- the sheer the sheer audacity, audacity of these people <laughs> to suggest even suggest it should be an East Coast time zone. And I just went. You were you went off um, with your mother in law and your wife to I guess a horse ranch or something. Those things that you like just to a, do. Just a woodland and home. A woodland home. I. Uh, I woke up. I went to the uh, the pool. I snuck into a uh, the Sheridan pool. And, Did you really? Yeah. yeah. And uh, on the side of the Sheridan pool, it says uh, that you are not allowed to swim in the pool if you've had diarrhea within the previous eighteen days. 
Now let me just now let me just tell you this. So me, now let me just ask you this: In what world, the audacity? Two and a half weeks. Who has not had diarrhea in the last eighteen days? Like no one should have been swimming in that pool. I mean nobody. Anybody like, who and also who could remember? Who could even there. remember what's happened sixteen to seventeen days ago? <laughs> like how would you? Like oh, I'm not going to go swimming. Like, it's a ninety feels, degree day. It's very arbitrary. Can't it's, yeah, eighteen days. Weeks? Yeah, in in a reasonable stretch what of time, world? maybe that's what, what the. What world do they suggest? So I jumped in, even though I had had diarrhea within the previous 18 hours. hours. It really should be an 18-hour, 12-hour limit. It's got to be Nobody has not had diarrhea within 18 days at a certain age. Men of a certain age. It's also very gross to just bring that up. I don't want to be thinking about it. Yeah, Yeah. you want to be swimming. It's a pristine pool. Maybe that's why it's pristine. But... um, I saw the I saw the I saw the uh, pool from the top of the uh, the tower that I climbed to the really? top of. Yeah, it was like a five hundred million steps, and I walked to the top of the tower and looked down. and I saw people swimming in the pool, and these people were like, "We should stay there next time. We should stay in that pool. And then we could swim in that pool." And I thought to myself, "I don't need to stay there to swim in that pool." And then right? he snuck in. <laughs> and speaking of sneakers, sneaking it. TJ called me, wanted some advice about a sneak. And oh, I've been dying to hear this story. And I said, I'm going to wait till we do a podcast to talk about this. But so, so this is the first time hearing about what happened. So Kay really wanted to go to Bjork and has for months and months and months. Bjork was coming to, to part this of Europe, new, right? Yes. It's, yeah. she's, she was coming to this new space in New York City called The Shed. Yeah. And it's a new space. I'd never been there. But I really wanted to make it special for her. And... I wanted to get us into the VIP section. Yeah. You know? And so I called Cash and I said, hey, look, you know, this is like the only time we're going to go to concert all year. And I just really want her to get into the VIP section so she can see it from the back. So I said, can you give me some tips on sneaking in? And Cash went through, you know, all of the maxims that he follows. So, you know, go... At, don't necessarily ask a question. Look confident. Don't make eye contact. Kind of make your way into the, you know, just all these. The plan things. was to. We came up with a plan. Uh, yeah. You told me the situation, and the plan was to. I think it's always important to always have an alibi, but you don't want to burn your alibi until you've been caught. You don't want to just walk up and uh, volunteer your alibi. And say, hey, I lost my ticket. Exactly. You want to. You want to have that in your back pocket in case you need it, but you want to first make an attempt. And maybe you won't need to use the alibi because the minute you start talking, things start to slow down. So what I wanted to do was make it look like you were returning to the VIP area. Right. Uh, like you had met somebody uh, in the VIP area who had your other tickets. And as you're returning, you say to uh, Kate, uh, as you're passing them by, and you do it not frantically but with purpose, uh, with no fear. You walk past the person at the most busy time, which is right when the concert right. is starting, when people are trying to get in really quickly. And you right. say very I, loudly, I thought, "Should I come late after right. the show?" Yeah, and I said, said, "I, no, no, I, I always right think it's better. Time. Yeah, it's always better to be in position. Also, get there." 20, 30 minutes early and watch the the the, uh, the gate or the, or the entryway that you're going to be attempting because you want to make sure 
you don't pick up some kind of tendency. You know, I've, I've had Super Bowls where you pick up a guy and he's got a certain tendency to do certain things. Maybe he starts to escort people in um, personally once in a while, and then he leaves his post for a split second. In any event, I said, watch the uh, entrance. I'm just setting it up for you here because I don't know what happened. But the main thing was I wanted him to walk past the uh, entrance and say, uh, he's right over there. I just saw him as if you were already in there. Right, and yeah. so, <clears throat> so I, was, I had so we got off the phone. That. So yeah. I, I, we went to the shed, and we first went in. and We got a drink at the bar, and I co- sort of did exactly what you said, which yeah. is to do some reconnaissance. Yeah. So I was looking around, and I just couldn't. You know, I was trying to figure it out, and they, they would take escalators, and then I slowly ascertained that the kind of VIP section was at the top. Right. Kind of, it was the very highest floor it was like on the right. fourth floor and so that's where we wanted to get into yeah and so i i briefed kate about all this so she knew that the plan was that we were both going to kind of be not frenzied but harried and i would say I, I just saw him in there and she would say oh yeah that is him and right. then we would sort of just breeze by right. these people and as we're going up the stairs i see that there are two people to each doorway, and the doorways are not really big. So this is right. this does not look like it's going to be very easy. It just no. seems like even if one of them leaves their post, then there's going to be another person there. And one other and thing, they're scanning too. tickets. Well, and one other thing too that that concerned me, and I told you this right off the bat. We have different scenarios. You're six foot five inches, and you're famous. Yeah, six foot I, three, gigantic, ridiculous hair. Yeah, a toddler body, facial yeah, exactly. hair. You're very noticeable. Yeah, wear glasses. I just, I, yeah, I, especially since you're usually naked with in. suspenders on and a barrel and, and I wear, a barrel I, around I wear your a barrel. waist, or as well, I, as we call it, I wearl. <laughs> I'm wearling a barrel. Um, so the I was, sheer, I was wearling. The sheer audacity. <laughs> in what world? In what world am I wearling? You're wearling to a concert. We're trying to sneak wearling in. Wearling to and fro. So we do have different wear, scenarios. Wearily along the way. Yeah. And so that's the other thing is I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe there's a world where because I'm a celebrity, I would be able to sort of, you know, finagle with like, hey, look, you know, if you can just help me out, this is a big deal. Sure. I, I, I kind of have that in my back pocket. So we go up each of the, because then I, I ask the person at the bottom, I say, you know, where is the VIP section? And they say, oh, it's the, the fourth floor. It's at the very top. I said, okay, so now we knew. We knew where, you know, we were going to try and sneak into. So we get up to the top and I turn to Kate. I go, are you ready? And she's like, yeah, I'm ready. And so we both walk towards that entrance. Yeah. And I also I also scope out if there's an exit that we could go in sort of the reverse way, like right. backwards Tuesday. Backwards Tuesday, today. yeah, yeah. And so we're headed. You know, I, I it's just clear that you can't sneak in the exit. It just opens. People go out and then it closes. Right. And I I, I couldn't be sure that there was somebody on the other side, but I, sure. I I was sure that if there was somebody on the other side, then I would blow the possibility of us right. sneaking in, right? Because they would be like, "You're trying to sneak in," right? So we head towards the front entrance of this VIP section, and I say, "I'm like, all right, Kate, you ready?" And she's like, "I'm ready," because <laughs> I've really I've briefed her. I've done a debriefing, and then I briefed her, so funny and then I debriefed her again. <laughs> I briefed like her, you up, unbriefed, I debriefed the brief. her down. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you unbrief. 
I, I debriefed the unbriefing of the yeah. brief, so we briefed it back up. You yeah, know? we really need to brief yeah. up our. You rebriefed our and then you unbriefed it. It's it's I, I just I don't know what's going to happen next. But whenever I do these things with April, I never tell her we're about to do it because I don't want to get nervous. So I'm always just she's always like I didn't even know what happened. You just got us in, and after she'll be like, "Are we in?" I'm like, "Yeah, we got in." So she almost she said she just follows my footsteps and just nods her head a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. Kate did not get nervous. Yeah. But we went over there and we were going to just breeze right past them. Yeah. Was it busy? Were a lot of people going in? It was It was pretty busy. So it was good we timing. were doing it right when right. the it's best right timing. Was starting. So as we're walking to the front, I realize, all right, they're scanning codes. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make eye contact with this woman and kind of be like, hey, good to see you again. Yeah. You know, remember me from before, right. essentially. So as we're doing it, then. They go to stop us. Were there codes on phones? Were you seeing people use their phones? No, it was mostly paper tickets. But I, is, I, is it possible? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Some okay, sometimes you can point to your phone right. when you're re-entering or right. make it look like you are and point to your phone like we're... We're yeah, good. Yeah, you already yeah, checked yeah. this. So I said, um, you know, then they go to stop us and yeah. immediately all my cash levy, all the resources, <laughs> all the information that you would given me kicks in. And so they go, excuse me, ticket. And I just look past them. I go, yeah, yeah I just want, oh, that, is that, that's him, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he was just in there. And Kate's like, yeah, yeah, that's him. We can just go back in and, and see, yeah. you know, yeah. well, let's just go back in and, and we can sit with him. Yeah. So we've completely made up this fictitious individual. Yeah. That we're, so then the woman turns to kind of see if that guy is there. And that's when I kind of pull Kate's arm to just slide through. Yeah. And I continue to go, yep, hey, hi. Because hey. once you're past them, they don't want to call you back because then they're making a scene. Okay, so this is yeah. great. Yeah. So we get past them. Yeah. And then the woman does exactly what you just oh, said. Oh, boy. She comes back around and she goes, I need to see your ticket. Oh, yeah. And I said, well, we were just in here. And she's like, it doesn't matter. You need your ticket oh, for reentry. Yeah. So then I go, but I think, I don't know. Kate, do you have the tickets? And we'd sort of approached the possibility of this being right. the situation. Right. And Kate goes, yeah, but I don't I don't know. I think uh, maybe is it downstairs? And, and, then, and then I said, you know what? We might have left it in a coat check. And the woman goes, we don't have a coat check. And I was like... <laughs> Uh, and then we thought really quickly, and I was like, "No." Coat then who check. the who the hell cut, <laughs> took my coat? Yeah, yeah. someone's got my coat. He's yeah. like screaming. And then I said, "Who took my coat?" Somebody's so like, "Oh, there he is. He's in there." Yeah. And then I just, <laughs> the old who stole got, my coat. Then you just trick. tackle somebody. The old who stole my coat? Speaking that so, old gambit. The old who 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 stole my coat? Gambit. Yeah. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> So then I said, well, you know, there's the, uh, it was the coat check at yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. At which point Kate kind of looked at me like, there's no restaurant in this, it's the shed. There's yeah. no, there's no, yeah. we would have had to check our coats in a different <laughs> area. This is near the high line. Yeah. It's near a yeah. mall. It's not, yeah. there aren't like restaurants that would check your coat there. Yeah. So then the woman looked at me even kind of more skeptically and I was like, well, let's go. Let, let's go downstairs and see if uh, we left our coats near the bar. And now this is just unraveling. Talk about the coats now. But it's, it's just a coat-centric situation. <laughs> and I am unraveling. I'm just – I'm searching my mind for how yeah. how would 
um, how how would you know Cash deal with this? Yeah. Would Cash be saying? Oh, yeah. you know what? We don't even... We forgot. We didn't bring our coats. Yeah. Like, am I backpedaling on the coat <laughs> situation? How far am I going to go with so, the coat thing? So then I yeah. said, well, let's go back down Double down on the coat let's, thing. Let's go Just tackle stairs. somebody. So there he is! So, <laughs> that, he's stop that man! He's got my coat! <laughs> and so we go down the four stories of escalators. And we get down there. And I go, I don't... Is there another door to make another attempt? No, that's the door. That was the door. The, so then Jerry I'm down there and I'm like, door. you know what? Maybe we just go back up and just show the tickets briefly, but don't let them scan. Yeah. Because now Bjork has started. Right. And uh, and Kate's kind of like, we need to. We're gonna. We're missing the show, sort of. And I'm like, don't worry, I got this. Well, I like this. So you're gonna I go have, back into now. The, I have a re- into the devil's lair, as they call the it. Devil's lair, as <laughs> it's known to be in the in the the abyss of coats. <laughs> The black hole of coats. So we so, went out, bought some coats. We bought some coats. So then <laughs> threw them over their head. Actually, as, at the we're, door. as we're going up, I realized that I'm wearing my coat. Yeah. So I'm in this coat thing. Yeah. So when I said I, I might be in the coats we checked, the woman yeah. was actually looking at me, being like, "You're wearing your coat." <laughs> and so I, I must have looked like I was like, I guess I have a second coat that I checked. I just. <laughs> As I'm walk- we're, as we're going back up, I'm like, oh, I, I fucked this up. I have really actually fucked this you up. You know anything about me? You're gonna, you know, that I wear three coats wear to three every coats. concert, and I keep my tickets in either coat two or coat three. Never on the first layer. Look at coat. the carving on this barrel I'm wearing. It says three I must coats. Have left this. Did we it says check three my coats, barrel? Charlie? Did we check my barrel? Because I'm not wearing anything. So we're on our way back up, and I'm thinking, all right, I got to renew my confidence. I got to get her into this VIP. I just like that you have the guts to go back. I have to do it. Yeah. I admire it. So we head back up, and and, we've got a renewed sense of energy. We now have a new plan. We're just going to say, hey, we got to go in. We're missing the show. You already checked our our tickets. But that's not totally tracking because they just saw us, and we didn't have. Yeah, and it's going to maybe be these same two people. So we get up there, and sure enough, it's the same women. And I'm just like, how am I going to do this? What? How is it going to be possible to get through this to this VIP section when I've already interacted with these women? So I'm sort of t- tugging Kate along, and I do exactly what I just said. I go, oh, we found our tickets. Thank you so much. And it's, it's already started. Did it start? And the woman's like, yeah, yeah, let me see your tickets. And we were like, they're right here. And then we, we, so we keep moving. We're moving and we're sort of past her. And she says, sir, I need your tickets. And I said, no, we've got them now. We found them. They were in our coats. And she's like, it doesn't matter. I need to scan your ticket. And then I'm like, I'm fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. Because I can't, I also have to be worried about the fact that if this woman recognizes me. Well, yeah, and I sneak in. Then that's the story about it. That gets I know. Sold well, that was my concern six. when you called. I was like, I don't want you. Don't do anything drastic. So you I don't just, want a bad. I, I you just, don't want a news story about. Yeah. That. So I just. I was like, all right. So did you showed her the tickets. Yeah, I go. You know what? The jig up because at this point, Kate is kind of like, hey, um, you know, uh, the show's starting. We're missing the show yeah. now to trying to get yeah. into this VIP section. Right. So let's just go downstairs. And get in the, you know, let's just go to our seats downstairs. And uh, so then I, then I go to show the tickets, figuring. So then in my mind, the next thought I have is, 
she's going to go, oh, your seats aren't here. Right. And then I'm going to go, well, we'll go through this section and then go downstairs on the other yeah, side. Yeah. And as she's taking my ticket, I look through the doorway and I realize there is no other side of this to go down. Uh, There's only just yeah. one thing. Yeah. So now my mind is racing. I'm like, I don't want to let Kate down, but I know that she wants to see the show. What are we going to do? What, what, what are we going to do? And then it dawns on me. Um, I can say that Kate's ticket is VIP and mine isn't. So she should go in and I'll go downstairs and maybe play the celebrity card yeah. a little bit. And also the husband that kind of wants to put his wife's experience ahead right. of him. And these right. are both women. Right. They're middle-aged. They seem like they might be compassionate to that. And then they scan the tickets and they go, go ahead. And, and I go, what? And they go, go ahead. And I said, what do you mean? And they go, the, the tickets that you have are for this section. So we already had VIP tickets the entire time. So oh we're sneaking gosh. upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> we're pretending to have coats that we already were wearing. You didn't wearing. know you had VIP tickets? No, I This is the best him, thing. We got, them through, <laughs> we got them through my agent. So they, of course, figured out a way to give us VIP tickets. It doesn't we're say trying, that. We were trying to sneak in to a place we already had already tickets, had tickets to. It was the most ridiculous thing That I is the ever. best. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> so then we get in there. And, you know, our seats are pretty good. And then towards the end of the concert, I'm kind of bored because it's Bjork. And so I go downstairs and I grab a drink and just do on my phone and stuff. And as I go back up, I realized that no one had ever, only one person had said that the VIP section was on the fourth floor. And I think that it was a woman that didn't work there. Okay. okay. So upon further reflection... We snuck into the VIP section of this concert, okay, that we already had tickets to get into this section. Then I realized no one ever said it was VIP. So I think we tried to sneak into the worst section of the concert, and we actually may have snuck into a worse place than what our tickets were <laughs> because because I made up this whole thing that you told me to do. I was like, we got to get in there. The right, concert's right, starting. Right. So I think they were just like, oh, yeah, you can go ahead. You can watch it from up here. This is the worst seats in the house. So I snuck, Kate and me, I failed to sneak us into the VIP section, and we already had tickets, so we got, actually got in. But I think we, I may have inadvertently snuck us into a worse. Even though that's the VIP, you seats. think the VIP section isn't as good? No, either that or that's not the VIP section. The VIP section may have been downstairs and we may have had tickets to the better seats. But because I was trying to sneak us in, they just <laughs> let us in to this section that maybe was the worst seats. It was just, it was just a comedy of errors, front to back. <laughs> And I cannot tell you what a failure I look like at every step of the way. I wasn't able to sneak us in. I did this coat theory thing, this coat-centric excuse. We missed the beginning of the show. Then we came back up. I looked like a fucking idiot that I didn't know that the the tickets were for that section. Then I got us in, and she'd already <clears throat> missed like <clears throat> this big opening choir thing with Bjork. So I made her miss that. And then towards the end of the thing, I like left and then came back and started falling asleep because I was so tired. It was just a dismal fl- failure. This, this it was, you know what? Me. It was a flailure because I was flailing left and right, trying to figure out how to get this thing done. And at the end of the day, I just kind of 
made it a weird, terrible. And Kate like thinks the f- story is funny, but not funny enough to have missed like missed. the first fifteen first, minutes of Bjork. Yeah. Well, this reminds me very much. Isn't of, that just the most ridiculous well, thing in the world? This actually reminds me of a New York sneak in that is very similar in some ways that I did. I actually worked with you in Buffalo. I had a layover. I set up a layover uh, at uh, JFK and uh, just took a cab straight to the U.S. Open. Uh, this was All last right. year. And uh, there's one ch- – and I decided I want to sneak in the U.S. Open and then catch a plane back to Los Angeles, right? right. And I didn't tell you that. You're like, where are you going tomorrow? I'm like, I, I got something I got to do. Uh, it was the U.S. Open final, and which was on my, <laughs> on my bucket list. So yeah. I, I get it off the airplane, take a yeah. cab to Arthur Ashe Stadium, was able to fairly easily get, well, I mean, nothing's ever easy until afterwards, but I was able to get past the first checkpoint. They have a village uh, near the Arthur Ashe Stadium, and you have to get through the first uh, area where they're taking tickets. I found some cover with somebody with an umbrella, and they seemed to, every time there was an umbrella walking through this gate, they seemed to be more distracted. I kind of slid through uh, without them seeing <laughs> me. Excuse me. Right? I go up to this uh, this um, meat store. I don't know what it was called, uh, but it was like Fred Meyerson Meats or something. I'll, you know, I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, but, none um, of that is tracking. Yeah, Fred yeah. Meyerson. It was something. Let's. We're going to call it Fred Meyerson Meats. I'll find out later what it was called, and let you know. We can do it on a future episode. But the bottom line was, uh, to me, it looked really difficult to sneak in because there was nobody else uh, sneaking in. I mean, and there was no one else entering the stadium. I got there so early. So um, I, had, I, I got caught. I found a way. I thought, I thought someone was providing me with enough cover just to get past while people were scanning their tickets. I thought that they had created a shield for me. So I, got, I, I thought I had gotten past them. I got caught and uh, made up some story about uh, uh, the Fred Meyerson meets. Yeah. And because and, I knew there was one inside the stadium also. I'm like, I'm meeting my friend at Fred Meyerson meets. Uh, he has my ticket. And she was like, inside the stadium or outside? I'm like, uh, inside. She's like, well, I can't let you in. I'm like, maybe it was outside. And I pointed to the one near the gate, right? Yeah. I went over to Fred Meyerson Meets, and on the way, this security guard told me, I go, so when do most people enter? Because I figured I'd do another attempt when more people were at the gate. Because right, right. I did it at an inopportune time. <laughs> but only because I felt like uh, I could make it. There were a lot of umbrellas. In any event... I, uh, he That's goes, he goes, theory. he goes, yeah, the umbrella theory. He goes, everyone's inside the stadium already. Okay. So my whole premise for my sneak in was that everyone's inside the stadium. I go, how come I, the finals don't start for two and a half hours? And he goes, yeah, but they're all there for the doubles finals. <laughs> the stadium's full. Oh, wow. So I'm thinking I'm never going to have any more cover than I just had. Now I got to try something different. I went through a kitchen area, snuck past two security guards, got into the bowels of the stadium. Wow. And now I'm walking around the bowels of Arthur Ashe Stadium, very concerned because I don't have any way of knowing where I'm, it's going to spit me out. It gets me to the locker room at one point. It gets me to center court. There's a, and I keep, getting, I keep getting to uh, security guards, and I keep just yelling into my phone when people – I don't have credentials. So I keep yelling into my phone, and this is one key if you're about to be caught doing something. You yell into your phone – and you make it sound like you work at the stadium and you're having an argument. That way, they don't want to stop you and question your credentials. So I'm yelling in my phone every time people pass me. I'm like, look, 
that is protocol. I'm going to meet you at the mezzanine deck in about 10 minutes, and you've got some answering to do. This is bullshit. And I'm, like, yelling into my phone, and I think they figure when they're... <laughs> How are you dressed like I'm, that? I'm dressed with my, my sneaking outfit. I can't describe oh, what I that is. I was also on my phone. Yeah. Well, you, you, you yell into your phone yeah. because people don't like to interrupt you when you're in the middle of an argument. Now, I've done this ploy. I've been, I've been in the bowels of the stadium for about 10 minutes. I have no idea how I'm going to get spit out, where I'm going to end up. I don't want to go in the locker room. I don't want an international incident. Right. And I don't want to go out in center court. At one point, though, I get desperate. I decide I'm going to have to enter through center court. And I start to open that door, and there's a guy on the other side who I hadn't seen, and he comes out, just like you described with the exit. And he goes, credentials, sir? I'm like, just a sec. And I go, no, w- listen, we will handle this the way we need to handle it. That is not protocol. And I start walking back, and I kind of put my hand up to him, like, wait. I'm like, look, I will meet you in about 10 minutes. We're going to sort this shit out once and for all. And I just kind of walk back. So he's not going to follow me from his post. This goes on 15 minutes. I'm starting to be drenched in sweat because really? I'm like, I've been stuck down here for a while. <laughs> And this is not good. I don't even know how to get out of this maze that I've found myself in. And right when I'm about to, like, just really freak out, I find an exit, which will get me into the stadium, right? And, um, and I, go, I, I do the whole thing where I, there's two security guards there, but I do the whole thing. I, you know, I'll meet you in 10 minutes. And uh, I pass them. I go into the stadium. I'm at center court now. I go down into the – now I watch. And I get into the stadium, and there's literally, like – 300 people there. The stadium's empty. What? Yeah, the stadium's empty, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't need to take these chances and take these risks because I'm very risk adverse. It sounds weird, but I try to increase the... um, the danger level as the sneak-ins go on if I get caught. You want to start with something really simple and you want to work your way up to the more... that This was a high-risk thing I was doing because I thought it was a desperate situation. I watched the doubles match. It ends. I walk out before... This is my favorite part. I walk out before the... uh, I did eat at Fred Meyerson Meats or whatever it was called. (laughs) Uh, Fred Fred, Whatever it was called. And uh, I walk out and look over the edge of the stadium as people are entering for the uh, the singles final. And there was literally like 20,000 people entering it at once. And I watched those exit. I could have driven a fucking truck through. I could have snuck in there with my eyes closed. I just picked the wrong time. So I did a very high degree of difficulty sneak in and I didn't even need to. I could have, it would have been the easiest thing ever. So you never know. You never know. I got it done. Got it done. I've got, you know, I've got the. uh, I think that was my first and last sneak in. (laughs) Well, you can't. You, your stakes are a lot higher for you because there's a news story if something comes out well, of but it. No, but that's the point too. Is like <clears throat> that's the point also that um, uh, you know it just it doesn't work for me to do that. But this was that one moment where I was like, I'm going to get her into VIP <laughs> at Bjork. And we already had VIP. <laughs> hey, let's do some maskers since sure. this is we're doing backwards to forwards, uh, backwards to forwards episode or forwards to backwards, backwards episode. Tuesday. Um, backwards Tuesday. Um, Hound Grog's Day writes the Jeff's autobiography, making an ass of myself, living in the shadows of the donkey. <laughs> living in the shadows of donkey the Jeff's autobiography making an ass of myself living in the shadows of donkey that, that cracked me up That's great. that was laugh out loud uh, I love that one um, Archit writes why clocks are not called wall watches yeah that I think is it's opposite one. I think watches should be called wrist clocks 
Yeah, wrist clocks is better than. Yeah, uh, let me check my wrist clock. Oh, watches. Yeah, uh, wrist clock actually sounds cool. Yeah, uh, wrist clock wrist would be clock. an interesting uh, name of a band. I think so. Bob Nick, yeah. Bobby Nick, uh, eighty-eight writes, "Is a roof? Hold on. Um, I just lost it, but I think it's." Is it is a roof just a big hat? Yeah, it's a house hat. It's a house hat. Roof is a house hat. Yeah, yes. house hats. That's exactly. So right. you say my house hat is leaking. There's a hole in my house hat. That's what you should do when you call the uh, shingle people. Yeah, the shingle. My the house shingle. hat is leaking. I um, bet they never hear that. Do, do, the, <laughs> do the roofers when they say I have shingles? Do people sometimes go? Think they have physical Which problems? one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which one? When a roofer has shingles, <laughs> is he taken seriously? Is he taken seriously? Yeah. Uh, Adam Metropolis starving for sixteen hours while trapped inside an obscenely large winter glove. Intermittent fasting. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's more going for not eating when you go from giant winter glove to winter glove. <laughs> Ben Sanders writes, literally no one, morning talk radio. You're listening to Pete and the Porpoise on 107.11, the blowhole. The blowhole. Explosion sound, air horn sound, fart sound, sexual female moan, dolphin sound. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, That's a really, really Pete and the Porpoise on 107.11, the blowhole. Um, uh, Word Burglar, WRD, which is a great Twitter handle. Jared Herrera writes, Cash Levy, not TJ Miller, expecting Crisco dick, but she gives you Napa Valley Naturals dick instead. Master Chef Bait and Switch? That is a complex <laughs> and excellent masters. Hey, let's move it along because we're going backwards Tuesdays here. You want to do a uh, central question of human nature? Um, yes, please. Okay. Uh, I was telling somebody about performing in Afghanistan and how the closer you get to the action, uh, the better the crowds are because they're, you know, they're nervous for their safety, uh, our troops. And the most rewarding shows were closer to the uh, dangerous areas. Do you think that crowds are not in enough danger these days? Like if we could somehow recreate a little, if we could have a little bit more danger in our crowds uh, in the comedy clubs. There is someone in here with a gun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Mr. Like, Cash yeah. Have our crowds gotten soft? You Wait, know what I'm I, saying? Have, have they gotten soft? I mean, should we go a little further with this? I mean, I like I like the there's a someone in the room has a gun. <laughs> or halfway through the show, we're going to be releasing silent, uh, silent odorless, uh, poisonous gas. And so you just need to the second the show's over, you got to get out of here. Or you'll die. It's not a question of when. It's a que- it's not a question of if. It's a question of when. Please welcome Cash Levy. Yeah, all right. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah. That'd be great. I got to go back because Narcissus got okay, remind okay. At, remind me to think. Said if you add a handle to a bag of nachos, do you have a ladle full of ladles? Because we correctly assess that a nacho becomes a ladle when you put your hand when on you put it. your hand on it. Yeah. So I think that's right, and I, I think we should refer to. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think we should refer to nachos as, you know, bags of chip as ladles, ladles of ladles, <laughs> ladles of ladles upon ladles. Well, especially if the chip itself becomes a ladle, if you put it in your hand. Right. Yeah. Especially like corn chips where they're cupped. 
They're cupped. Yeah. Cupped corn chips. Cupped corn In what world? <laughs> what world do you have cupped corn the chips? The audacity of the, uh, of the corn chips. Uh, do we have time for a, a, uh, <laughs> a where were you? Uh, sure, but then I do have to go. You gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe we should. Uh, we'll postpone the where were you. Give me, give me another maskers just while we're here. Might as well. Okay. Let's here see. we go. Here we go. Um, the latest maskers is uh, Pete. Will you the sign geek. my podcast? And the answer is yes. I will. Pete the Geek writes, why can't pizza delivery cars use sirens? Why can't pizza delivery... There should be a certain there sound. There should be a type of, a type of a siren. type of siren that's a pizza siren. Because, because people want people, their pizza. Yeah, and people They need would, their pizza quick, pe- yeah. Pe- and people would pull the side. I would pull the side for a pizza I would, siren. I would, I would. It should just sound like this. Mmm, delicious pizza. <laughs> pizza sirens. Mm, delicious pizza. Pizza sirens. This is great. Pizza sirens is great. That's yeah. the name of the this, this episode. Pizza Back, sirens. That's going to be the. You know what? It's Backward Tuesday. And TJ Miller, what are you doing here? Who, what the? Horton, the Horton, Horton, here's the. Who the? How the. How did,